0: This is episode 324 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, William Pegwood. Uh, hotter than a out there. Uh, t- today, I'm joined by Marcel Tri-Wing S-91X Pegasus Starfighter Manzano.
1: For those of you who get the reference, good. For those of you who
0: don't, uh, study up. Is uh, am I worried that you're becoming a Cylon? No comment. No comment. If you get, it, <laughs> if, you get it, if you
1: got it, you get it.
0: Orion, multitasking master Staniszewski.
1: Yeah,
2: what people may not know right now is I am also working and casting at the same time. Sucks when a, when some very crucial element of your pipeline of work goes down for the day And then people want you to make sure it's working when they think it is working at the end of the day At the same time as now
0: I mean uh, don't, you, don't you always work from home though?
2: Yeah, but I think this is actually the first time I've ever had to do work and be
0: on the cast at the same time <laughs> okay. Normally I've, I've navigated that quite well No problem uh, And as well James, am I good at X-Wing? Ritter. Uh,
3: yeah, I got surprisingly drafted in round two of the NCX team draft event, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit more later. But uh, yeah, I did not expect myself to go in the draft at all, much less round two. Uh, so maybe, maybe I'm underestimating my X-Wing abilities.
0: Maybe, maybe. Uh, well, you certainly are involved here every week. Um, and you know, the only reason we're able to do these kind of streams is because of the GSB Patreons, uh, becoming Patreon becomes, uh, makes you part of the largest group of supporters GSB has. Uh, they help us get to live in person events. We have a store championship actually this weekend at the OG GSB home, uh, in pastimes. Uh, But as well, we're going to Nova, we're going to uh, the California World Qualifier, a bunch of other events. Check out the Patreon for that, and to find out how you can get some of GSB's own art for your own use as well. So, we want to do a bunch of listener questions, a lot of buzz going on right now, a lot of new players coming in potentially, and a lot of uh, unanswered questions uh, from our listeners that we want to get to. Before we do that, though, we got to talk about the current team events going on right now. Marcel, your team successfully swept uh, my team in the Combine. (sighs) We fought hard. I think we we I think every one of us still scored seventeen points. So like not no blowout. It's
1: it hard or hardly fought. Have you got three and 0'd? Come on. Uh,
0: I mean, it it worked out for you, uh, to say the least. Um, not that we we weren't trying, but we are going into the final round of the USA Combine. Very exciting stuff. Uh, that is for the team. I I was going to say X-Wing Team XTC, which is, uh, anyways, the XTC Championships happening this fall. Big excitement international event. Uh, So uh, the Combine has been going great. Uh, a lot of buzz about it, a lot of information. Uh, that kind of pairings data is so interesting. How do you attack? Who do you defend with? What lists are being successful? And overall, I think uh, everyone's having a great time in it, learning a lot about team events. In addition to that, though, uh, we see that Nickel City X-Wing has started up their draft league uh, me and James got drafted in it. Um, I'm on the Ascendancy. You're on, you said, Moncala?
3: Yeah, Moncalia uh, Seafood Consortium. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the best team. The best team name, at the very
0: least. All right, well, I mean, uh, it's okay. You can read for your own team there. Uh, yeah, we're facing off against uh, Havoc in the first week. Uh, there was what did we just say so many teams i can't even count all the teams
3: i think there are actually 10? i can i can just go to overall It's 12 um, 1 2 3 4 yeah 12 yep 12 oh, actually 16 16 16 yeah. Uh no before, wonder I can't keep yeah. all
0: the names straight. <laughs> I can't, seems yeah. like every every, <laughs> every week I'm learning about a new team. So uh very exciting big community event there. Uh Brian, you're nay saying the extended, but uh just to give some variety, I think. Um and uh some some interesting lists uh to to be seen um the most interesting about it to me is that uh, there's no lists that are set. You set your faction. So I got drafted for Empire. You're doing uh, the uh, Great Army and then R. What are, what's the G A R scene for?
3: Grand? Galactic Army of the Republic. Galactic? Or, I, think it actually, I think it is Grand. Yeah, Grand Army of the Republic. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, it, so. It's not. I, I, I just say Republic
0: fair uh so no extended ships for you uh or pilots um but for empire i get access to i
3: i thought i thought we do get do we get banned pilots right so say c10 is back on the table
0: say c10 um i think that's the only banned pilot from there i'll Uh, take it i guess so uh i've been trying to look at uh whispers they do not look good uh <laughs> compared to what you, fo does for you, you five mean, points
3: you mean you mean phantoms
0: oh sorry you, you know what? want <laughs> yeah Sli- slip Fish. a tongue in there you know
3: yeah a little, a little 40 and slip yeah because we because usually it's whisper uh is the one we think about but yeah it's uh, a right. actual ship to is phantom
0: uh the cult greg would greg uh coming in our chat we do stream these live on twitch if you only to listen to the podcast version uh, but uh greg is saying no upgrades only pilots so no sloans yeah. no pyres um advanced sensors things like that you remember advanced sensors in the game oh
3: jesus yeah
0: well could you imagine yeah
3: no oh.
1: Uh, <laughs> RIP, Mar- Marshall uh, and, and, uh, and, I remember and, and, that oh, I. with Daredevil Rick and yeah, uh, Baby Anakin, both with events. Oh! <laughs> yeah, gotta catch those guys. Yeah, yeah thank goodness no, uh, no, no
0: to... auto blasters yeah, no yeah, or trajectories no <laughs> thank you it's a good old wholesome still Ryan don't you worry um, we are just we just yeah. get to bring all the models out that's all
2: I, I said this before we started the cast um, I think uh, I, if I would play it even in th- this different format it'd mostly just be to stroke my ego a little bit to see where I get drafted <laughs> <laughs> that's fair but I, uh, the, I, I would not check out after that. I would actually, you know, play. Sure. I mean, it's
0: it's every. been very competitive. Uh, f- and uh, the involvement has been uh, enormous, unfounded. Um, over 100 players, if I'm not mistaken, in uh, each team combined, however you want to say that. So awesome event. That is starting on the 28th, right after the Combine. And uh, should be going for at least 10 weeks Uh, for the event but uh let's let's dive into some listener questions uh i'll i'll go ahead and get uh my my list pulled up did you have one that stands out to you guys when do you have a well i saw i think
1: it's ryan he's like putting them all down there i'm just
0: copy pasting a lot
1: (laughs) yeah i I mean i was just thinking you wrote you wrote that Ready said go, go, Kraus. We're just gonna go down the list, but whatever you guys want to do, all right. If
2: you find one I haven't listed, like go ahead, that doesn't matter. I'm just, well, I'm yeah, just sure. putting them in here because they're all, all the ones I put in so far are interesting to me. All right, let's and go, go clockwise. Good, so, good start
1: with uh, James.
3: Um, all right, let's take a, Are we just going top to bottom then? You know what? Yeah, let's, go, let's just go top to bottom for me. Uh, do you think from a mess? Do you think we'll see a points update with the new releases uh, in this next week, with the bomber and the 2400 coming out? I, I, I am gonna say no, but I, it would be cool if they did.
0: You're asking like a um, change in other points in reference yeah, to other points,
3: yeah. Just, any other, any other or, Yeah, I think, uh, I think we're just gonna see new points.
0: Uh, That's a great question. I do want to clarify that there's only technically five or six pilot cards in the 2400, and I want to say that every customizable is the same in the bomber pack. Do we know if the standardized from the bomber pack are the same as the standardized from the core set? They are different. They are are different. different. So there'll be three different Tomexes and three different major Rhymers. Yes. Oh, you know what we did? We did look at those. That's right, because of the trajectory yeah, thing. That's right. Um, and uh, uh, major Rhymer can boost uh into his advanced proton or something like that.
1: Yeah. So, uh, wow. Uh, Nickel City. Well, Greg said I don't think they'll update points this close to Nova. I think they don't. Um, I think that's a little bit myopic. I don't think they look at this close to Nova because there's always going to be if it's not Nova, it's going to be something in UK. It's going to be mm-hmm. so. Um, they, there's already a rule in place about if they make a change, what the time, what the window frame is for that change to go in effect for a um, an official event. So I don't think that you know even Worlds like I don't think that if they make changes i don't think it'll be based on like an event that's occurring i think they're just going to do it when when all the when all the dominoes line up but i don't think it'll be like oh this event is coming so i'm going to update because this event's coming yeah. anyway that's my thought and, well, they- and i'm with james that i think it's just going to be um it's just going to be the new points the new, no, the new- no 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 changes to old
0: yeah, they they said that they they probably won't look at another major rehaul until after the next worlds, but doesn't say that they might do hot fixes, change yeah. um, some necessary yeah, they, things. Um,
3: essentially, they said we're not doing regular updates or even irregular updates. We're we're only updating stuff when we see a need to do so.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I could see them change the points of the like bombers that like just came out um to maybe be more in line with the bomber pack but who's to say you know all right uh ryan what's the next question
2: all right uh next question oh this is i had a little bit of back and not back and forth but um uh, I had some qualifying questions that dealt with a question from Crispy. I think it's really cool and interesting. Um, he said, "Would you rather make cut in every tournament you play, but never win the world championship, or win the ch- wor- win the world championship once, but never make cut again?"
0: Did kinda did you qualify kinda- at that? I can so, win my, other my events qualifying that question aren't words. My
2: qualifying question was um, clarification please how big of a cut would you always make and or how deep would you make it He said if there's a cut to top X or X and one you'll make it all the time. How deep you go is up to your skill, but you only get the but you can the only one you can't win is the world championships. you can win any other events, but you can't win the world championship ever. So the way, I, the, okay. way, I, the, way I, the way I qualified yeah. with that was um, this 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 is a fun little jab. You mean B Duncan? Because <laughs> mm. Duncan Howard's won plenty of everything, uh, plenty of other events and, play, and placed um. consistently high. And cuts abound, but has never gotten that world championship is elusive to him. Hmm. Or do you want to be that one player that they've won the world championship and then there's nothing else they've done?
0: well wow. this might this might be a jab at uh the world the world uh championship winners but that's just one yeah. event so i would rather take no. the the cut in every event
1: yeah and, and by the way it was not a, a jab at justin hua he's, he's 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 uh he's an awesome guy uh who quit x-wing so he quit while he was on top um but uh yeah, I think this is an easy one. Like, I'd would rather be competitive and have fun the entire time, versus have my my 15 seconds of fame and like try to win and stay in the game and not make cuts. Like that would be very frustrating. If you're trying but you
2: would, to, right? but you would know that. I guess another potential part of it is would you, like if you know you're making this choice do you like do, does that person or do you know that it's, that's going to be that way so you know going into every event you're not making cut but you know that going in so you just mm-hmm. play for fun who cares right i but mean you you, yeah. you can call yourself a world champion
1: i'd okay. rather call myself a national champion or a north american champion a system open champion a <laughs> you know like I, I would rather have all those on on a multiple time basis versus a one time. But that's me. I don't know what you guys.
2: I, I, I actually agree. I'd I I think I'd also cause there's so much cool prize support too that's been made in the past and I'd like to like if I make cut all the time and I have a chance in every single event to get top tier prizes and whatnot. That sounds like awesome swag, too, and consistently being competitive at near the top at, at events all around. Yeah, I'd probably take that over a one-time world champ, but never pretty much compete, like, viably in any other event.
1: So I'm going to flip the question around a little bit more, because, I, I, I mean, I loved Crispy, but I think that was a silly question. So I'm going to actually I mean, does, gonna does James it. or
2: Will disagree, or are they both in agreement, I guess,
0: before we flip it Oh yeah, I'm taking World worlds is just one
3: tournament, like yeah, that's just one event.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to flip it a little bit. So make the question a little bit more um not realistic, but just more relevant to people. So would you rather uh, make putts consistently, not always Consistently Make cuts consistently, but really f- be miserable when you don't make cut or almost never, never or rarely make cuts, but always like enjoy your time. Because I think that that happens to a lot of people. A lot of people are consistent players and they make cuts consistently, but they get so competitive that missing a cut kind of ruins their experience for a tournament versus um, not making cuts not necessarily always, always playing well maybe making cuts every once in a while but um, not taking it bad when you don't make cuts
0: mm, I think I would choose uh, the have fun I would rather lose yeah. every game and as long as if, if I could guarantee that I had fun in every game I would lose everyone
2: Yeah, I guess like, your, your flip of it ends up being more on the almost like mental or emotional capacity difference for a person. And it's hard to really like take a stance on either way, I think, just because each person wired differently will have a different answer. So I guess that's good if we want a different answer approach. Um, we could also even tailor Taylor Crispy's back down to like what if you... Every year, you're guaranteed to win one major event, but you only ever make cut at that event. Or, you make cut at a majority of the events over the year, but you never win one of them. That might be, instead of a yeah, one-and-done thing, yeah, that, that, for like, more... ever, a one a one per year, but that's the that's only the one you do good at. Bad. Or you make cuts in a majority of them of the year but you don't ever win one of them
3: yeah i think i'd still rather be consistent over being a hot like a top performer in that one event i would rather be consistent over multiple events
0: i got something i got something similar to to that but I'm getting a bunch of... Getting a bunch I'm getting a, of, getting a bit of echo. Marcel, let's see if it's it. causing an echo. Anyways.
2: Uh, his, mic was, his mic was muted, so it might be either me or James. So I'll mute and see if you still have it.
0: It doesn't sound like it. So... Uh, a little bit. Maybe I'm crazy. Anyways. uh, I got a similar question for you. I like this line of thought. Uh, this, would you rather... Would you rather be able to pull games off, barely, that you, uh, how do I want to say it? You can still win games, but it's nerve-wracking. Um, and you, oh, no way, I'm, I'm trying to say it. You, all right. You always have bad dice. It's noticeable your dice are always below average. But you can still find a way to win games in X-Wing? Or would you always rather have good dice and be bad at X-Wing?
2: Oh, option one. 100% of the time. I don't care about bad variants if I win the game.
0: <laughs> even if it like stresses you out during the game? Even if it's all statistically abominable All about the W. It's, it's all, all that's washed away if the, yep. once the game's over. If I okay. get the win. It's all that matters.
3: Uh, man, this is really hard for me here because i I hate when anyone has a bad game of variants e- even if I win it um, I don't know I, I would rather it be all the dice even on the table and you know me lose than me have bad dice and me still win if that makes sense
2: yeah but that you you not have an option C. Would you rather ABC? <laughs> It's A or B Gotta choose
3: Um I would either have Good dice and lose Because at least I I don't know
2: Well he didn't say lose He would say good dice But be bad at playing The
0: game Yeah you'd be bad no. At playing the game <laughs> So you're just throwing four uh-huh. hits Out of hand On like a ship That like Hit two rocks yeah. On the way to get To that
3: shot <laughs> Um yeah, they're probably a then. I don't know if I could fumble my way through life like <laughs> that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All
2: right, who was next on the question roundabout? I know, will you? Will you had yours first, or was that Marcel first?
0: Marcel's up next. Marcel.
1: I keep on I keep muting the the ninja instead that's where we're getting the oh, double instead of discord okay. yeah and, and i keep talking to myself okay i mean let me i'm just gonna lower that window altogether
0: yeah get um,
1: that's where the echo was coming
0: from i knew it yeah I knew I, it.
1: and i'm sitting here like my mouth is moving and nobody's <laughs> like like ah. words uh okay i'm gonna go there's a couple ones that are interesting to me first time caller did a good one uh, about local about attendance and also just local, growing local community but i'm going to go with this other one first earth one gary wrote i've seen some local tournaments have a healthy mix of lists and less of the most recent meta picks has the han meta shifted shifted to the padme arcs meta and now to and how I, he said now when i'm thinking how to the un oh and now to the undefined pending meta now okay um. So basically, it's a little bit of what we talked about last week, right? It's uh like we've gone through the Han meta, and then Han is good, and then you know Vader and stuff is always good. And now you've got like Padme arcs meta. I think I don't think you know have we shifted to the Padme arcs meta, and how to. Now to the undefined pending meta. I don't think we're... I don't think we're in an undefined. I think we're narrowing down based on preference. Which factions you like to fly. What is good within that faction. So I don't think we're going to like this unknown meta. It's like when you like to fly rebels. This is what is genuinely good. Genuinely good means like have a high floor uh hopefully higher ceiling um you're gonna get things like what bart flu uh which is a double fank and no han solo uh rebel list and you're gonna get these other things like or you're gonna get what crispy flu um you know with a four ship two whisper list like you're gonna get these outliers right that are based on on, on the player knowing how to fly that list and understanding what it wants to do, understanding what the meta is out there, and basically being very proficient, and in some cases lucky, at at, at that little nuanced thing that you're doing. But you know what, those lists are not gonna be picked up by everyone. And just overperform. I think we know what overperforms. When I say overperform is like if you're at three hundred, I mean, if you're a five hundred player, you usually go two two in a four round tournament. What's going to get you closer to a three one? We know that it's going to be Han, eh, Han, you know, Han plus three or Han plus four. Like we know what that's going to be. We, when you're in the Empire, you know it's going to be Vader, Tomax, um, and then you know some some X ones, uh, and and you know we know what it's going to be. And then. In Republic, we know it's going to be the three arcs, probably Padme, and then some variation of four point that you feel comfortable with. So, I don't think we're going into like an unknown and undefined meta. I think that we're getting it's just getting closer to. I don't think it's ever solved because there's always going to be like little outliers, but we're getting closer to knowing what the highest floor is, and I think that's really what the meta is the meta is not what the highest ceiling is the highest ceiling is based on pilot skill and luck it's a combination of luck and pilot skill the highest floor is what i think the meta is and i think we're getting close to the highest you know figuring out what the highest floor which means average luck average skill what's going to give you the most wins oh that's my take on it
0: I mean, I I think I would agree that it's not – I wouldn't say uh, undefined because I think we found plenty of very similar archetypes, especially once you start breaking down, uh, like, five by four, like, uh, lists that are five ships at four points and, like, how different factions kind of play with that same build of five ships. We do see, like, many, many parallels in between – these successful list uh what breaks the meta or um maybe like a breakout star of the meta, maybe is what I want to say is when there's it's either surprising like nobody nobody's expecting you to fly this uh or and then and then everybody wants to like replicate that so I've seen a lot of people trying to replicate crispy's uh for ace fo's not many as successful with it but the uh to me though i think we're still adding to the to the list of things like han didn't go away because Padme exists the arcs aren't going to go away whenever their silver bullet is figured out uh Turns out it's a well flown Han, uh, if, <laughs> or better like, it's rebels with, um, without Han perhaps. But the, to me, uh, I don't think we're gonna see the meta settle, um, especially now. Uh, we'll see how big of a splash the bombers and dash make into it, but I, I still think that's gonna keep changing. When you put these lists up on like that pedestal then everyone starts building hard counters for them and now you're building counters to the counters uh, so it does keep evolving in that way because we went from like yeah like all Han to mostly padbang but then I feel like at Gen Con it was pretty mixed like it depended on the day and uh, that's like a large scale event like for like your local meta like your store championship Unless, like, you are playing against, like, real hardcore netlisters, it could be anything still. I mean, have you... I've seen a lot of things at Store Championships that I wouldn't consider, like, meta do well.
2: Yeah, I think there's still definitely variations as an example of the, quote five t70 but like not always five like three to four t70s plus one to two different things Mm -hmm. are generally decently successful they haven't won an event um outside of a store champ um they haven't made big waves but they sure got the firepower to bring a han down or to bring some arcs down um fo can bring some solid five ship groupings as well they're very popular in europe um they do the fo five ship fo has done quite well in europe um not as commonly utilized in the states or canada um but they're still there it can still be pretty effective and it's multiple very it's got a lot of different variations it can create generally even within just in the Two five point things, two three point things, and a four point thing. There's a lot of fives, a lot of threes, a couple of fours. It's usually the hues.
0: And then you got CIS and Scum who are just like,
2: "Please, sir, can I just have a cookie?"
0: <laughs> yeah, they wish they wish Spraying. they could have a meta list. They want to be. <laughs> yeah, can, they they Can, want I, can I play the game now? <laughs> yeah,
2: it is. It is interesting how like the two factions that generally have been good when fire sprays are good are not doing so hot when fire sprays got hit with their loadout generally not with their actual cost Mm -hmm. um now you can still play some i've seen some people do decently well with double fire spray plus dirge or thing in cis Mm -hmm. that's what duncan used to get his uh separatist store championship win he's now got one left he only has a scum store championship victory to complete the store championship infinity gauntlet don't I'm know not. what he's gonna do in scum,
0: but I, I don't. I don't, I don't think he can do it. Finn Rao probably.
3: They could do uh, t- oh. <laughs> Finn Rao is a monster. Uh, if flown correctly, yeah, and mm-hmm. does and rolls good greens is a monster. <laughs> or don't be shot.
2: Yeah, don't be shot. Track. Or be, or be no, you know what? Be shot at range one. There you go. In arc, <laughs> front arc, specifically. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, to, to follow up on that, I, I don't think that the meta is set whatsoever, and I think it's still evolving, um, and I think there's still a lot more permutations of uh, those things that are good, um, including uh, maybe there's a better Han variant that we haven't seen yet, um, or even a better Padme variant. I'm saying maybe it's with, maybe uh luminar thrown in there, I don't know. Um, But, uh, yeah, I think there's definitely more stuff to explore.
0: All right, well, uh, enough of the future. Why don't we talk about the past? Uh, Kevin L. is asking, historically, what has been your favorite second edition or 2.5 list to fly? Uh, I have a bunch of them, and I was going to say... Critic uh, on Jenden, mixed with Merrick and a bunch of I-5s but I don't know if that's exactly true and now that I start to think about it uh, it was when me and Marcel were flying V-1s the Barons uh, used to have six Barons two tracers, and Wampa seven ship list uh, everyone was or uh, everyone was at v one except for Wampa and just flying those link i think that 's like the list that like made me realize that like wow if you don 't have linked actions, you are just like on a you are not the same caliber of ship that these ships with linked actions have, and just like just being able to like ro- fly them like, in formation, doing, like, the linked maneuvers and stuff, and then, uh, being able to just, like, spread out and be, like, six different aces all of a sudden, uh, being able to boost and barrel roll and be all over the place when, well, that, that was when blocking really mattered, so sending, like, a Wamp in with a 5 forward, and then everybody, crowd, uh, focusing in on the person that's gonna get, get blocked by Wampa. Uh, Man, that was uh, a little boring because I didn't have too many upgrades. But, man, just what you could do with those ships was impressive to me for, like, nothing. Like I said, there was – I fit seven ships into that. I think they were all 28, which I think equaled – I would have four extra points or something like that. I don't know how the math worked out on it, but – um, Marcel flew a very similar version, but uh, slapped frock- dropped Wampa and just slapped Frockets on it, all the rest of them. Which I think ended up being about the same. So I still have like a bunch of favorites, but that was like the one where I, I just like got addicted to it. I just couldn't stop flying it. Uh, people were, because uh, you can't joust seven ships when they're using like tracer missiles and they're boosting at you and stuff. So, it was very uh, interesting. I would wonder how he would do in objectives these days. What about you, James? You got a favorite list?
3: Um, yeah. Probably what I flew for a long time was uh, uh, Wolf, uh, Baby Annie. It was Baby Annie, Padme, Lumi and it was five ships, so it was it was five fours. Am I missing anybody? Padme, Wolf, Anakin, Lumi. And I think I had, oh, I think I had Click in there. So yeah, probably Click in there. So yeah, I, I flew that for a very long time. Um, still one of my favorite lists, and I think, I'm pretty sure you can still fly, especially with how cheap is everything everything is lately, but I don't think it's as good. It's oh, an Ron? easy one for
1: me. Oh, you got one? Well, well, Ryan first. Well, I got one, but let Ryan go first.
2: Um, I think it's probably between the five A-Wings in its first iteration, or some variation of a Droid Swarm, which would be either my lead-up to Adepticon, which never got seen anyway. So that was the Adepticon before COVID, or when COVID hit. Uh, or just the Seer Swarm from Worlds. Your so your Seer and seven vultures that had discords and struts and whatnot. So it's uh, err on the side of the Seer Swarm. That was actually one of the few lists where I took a serious amount of time in prepping movement and learning how to fly in formation um, seven ships on a not- not 90 degree, not 45 degree angle, but the 22 and a half, like in a formation. I was very, very happy with uh, what I was able to do with that because it mattered a lot to try and get bullseyes on stuff uh, with Sears' crack ability. So uh, that took a bit to know exactly which moves to off, how to, how to move them around in the correct order so they don't self bump each other.
0: That was before Independent, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, that was all net calc. Net calc, seer, TA 175,
0: and oh, yeah. Discord the missiles. Pinata droid. That's right. Yeah, kill
2: one, calculates everywhere.
0: All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marcel, what you got? Favorite list?
1: You know, I honestly don't even remember when 2.0 started. <laughs> but uh, what, what? when did 2.0 start?
0: When did it start? Like the year? After 1.0. Yeah. 20, uh, 2018.
1: 2018? Yeah. After 2018 so, Worlds. So 2018 Worlds was still 1.0? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, so my favorite list in 2.0 then would be um, what I flew at 2019 Worlds, which is Baby Anakin, Rick Olay, and Obi Wan. Three ship lists, just three uh initiative four five five were they yeah they were still four five five right so initiative four five five and um it had every element that i like it had the ace element and it had the now you see me now you don't element it had the peekaboo element but above all it had the block element it it basically that with baby anakin had intimidation and that list basically survived with baby annie or not survived thrived because baby annie would intimidate make uh obi-wan and delta 7b obi-wan and rick shots really matter and then baby annie also had the advanced proton torpedo so he would like single mod his advanced proton torpedo um it, and and uh, if I don't, if I remember correctly, Baby Annie had collision detector, so it was advanced proton torpedo, collision detector, intimidation, and then Rico lay with Daredevil, um, Daredevil and advanced sensors. Good lord! And then Obi Wan with Regen, and uh, just a bunch of dice coming at you. Well, they, it was, it was, they, all, they all had Regen. All three of them had Regen. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, all three of them had Regen. So yeah, it was it was it was. It was, it was It was lovely to see people bring one of them down to one health and then all of a sudden be three health again and then they had zero points for the match. No half points. Thank you very much. Um, Anyway, I mean, it it was probably miserable for all the opponents, (laughs) but for me, it was glorious. I loved it. I loved every second, second of it. That was great. It was, and mo- the piece that I loved most was that baby Annie. Just that intimidation, being able to like, if I can guess where you're going to be, then it's uh, it's it's bad news S- for you.
3: Yes, in big air quotes, because he has sense in the list. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're running sense,
0: <laughs> you're running sense on uh, Obi Wan when I flew against it.
1: <laughs> I love it.
3: Yeah, let me let me guess where you're gonna be. You <laughs> no, but, I, but
1: a lot of the time, you did have to guess. Oh, you have you're gonna you're gonna gonna, gonna you go yeah. Once. yeah, we know. We know. And <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, I know where one of your ships is gonna be, but like I said, it's hey, it's it's smart list building. Okay, it's not it's not my fault that came up with something. They, they printed those cards.
0: They were allowed.
1: Yes. Yeah. Somebody somebody printed them. I didn't print them. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right, James. So so with that next question.
3: All right, let's take a look. Uh, This is a pretty spicy question. Uh, I'm not sure who this one was from. Let me see. Uh, This is the... Yeah, that one. Yeah. If an amg announced X-Wing is complete, uh, as they did with Armada at the end of 2023, uh, what uh, would you predict that the GSP team would do as a group? And or individually Um, I think that my heart of hearts says that GSP would continue on um, and help build uh, not help build the game but help continue the game and you know maybe even grow the game uh, after it is complete whether that be with uh, uh, additional points updates or uh, running community events, however, that looks. What about you guys?
0: Um, yeah, the I think the community would be very upset. The official events and like official prize support has um, drawn in a lot of players who might not uh, be as excited about. Um, I wouldn't say like homebrew, but like, you know, like, uh, community events, if you will, uh, the, uh, what would, what would GSP do? I think we would still hang out and play X-Wing, but, uh, I think we could find similar games either in star Wars, like Lore, um, or just ones we know, uh, I know Aerodome's coming out. It's very similar, not this, not the same at all, but similar in that it's a dogfighting game. Uh, so there's
3: and and there there is some like hidden bluffing, sure, The yeah. same way that there is with X Wing.
0: Sure, yeah. It's it's uh it's got similarities an, enough to where it still scratch would scratch that itch for it, um, but I think a lot of what draws people into X-Wing is Star Wars. Those memorable characters recreating the scenes from the movies and things like that. So, it would have to be a blend of um, some sort of Star Wars thing. I don't know what else. I mean, I don't know if we could play Rebellion and Out of Rim enough to be as excited. But, uh, I don't know. We would definitely be looking more at Legion. I would be more interested in Legion if, they, if that was an incomplete game.
3: You'd, you'd be more interested in legion over i would
0: like i would have to buy a painted set but
3: <laughs> yeah that goes without saying i would buy a painted um,
0: set and then we could um, you'd,
3: do you'd more be more interested in legion over armada or shatterpoint
0: Shatterpoints, oh man i know i know you like it it's not doing it for me it's too it's so many there's two there's more things going on than models in the game and i don't i don't pa- i have to read paragraphs and paragraphs uh t- to understand what my character should be doing on my turn and sometimes you have to read other people's cards too like i don't know it's a lot going on uh, I mean, more th- more than i'm I'll signing they, up they, for
3: i don't think legion is too far off from that but um, i guess it is more a lot simplistic of St- sit there and shoot the other guy.
0: Yeah, that's true. I need. Mean, yeah, it is more of a traditional war game, um, which is, I guess, X-wing is not you're very much not your traditional war game. I mean, maybe just chess. Could we just play chess?
3: Just, just chess.
0: What if we just played Star Wars themed chess? <laughs> there you VR, go. VR. We already are. Well we gotta we gotta like make the little Star Wars figures. Uh Queen Amadala, obviously, the Queen. Um C three PO is the king, obviously. But only only with like the Ewoks holding them up in the goal in the yeah. chair. In the chair, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can do it. What about you, Ron? What uh... do you think? Um
2: I mean, a lot of it would depend on how much of the community was still like had a desire to play the game. Um, I definitely think the streaming capacity would drop quite a bit, and a lot of it would be online, kind of nightly random streams only. Um, barring crazy community put-together events. Um, uh, there are some other games that interest me. And yeah, we us as a group would probably find something else to play whether or not it's like broadcasted in this capacity podcast recorded whatever it may be but i think in most cases the, a lot of the x-wing community as a whole uh, would have pockets that would try and keep in touch with each other so however that may be whether it's oh what you know if you guys play this video game and find out you play the same ones like oh it could play together or Um, there's this other game that someone just tried out and that interests the other person tabletop or not card game maybe even FFG is making the new uh, Star Wars unlimited card game that had a lot of presence at Gen Con so there's that as well some people do enjoy card game stuff I haven't done that in a long long time Um, well it's fun so there's plenty of other things people can do together as friends that's pretty much the simple part of it it's like a lot of us have developed many friendships across this game it doesn't mean you can't still be friends playing something else
0: yeah I mean we, yeah we're, we're gamers at heart no matter where what what your background of gaming it is so
3: I'm yeah sure I'm, I'm interested at, uh, unlimited uh, I would be interested to see how they
0: that's how, not how the, that comes out that's a collectible or is that the card game we played the deck builder is that deck builder or
2: no this one's new it's different this is a this is true tcg trading card game oh
3: yeah
2: oh wow yeah not even like the lcg one they made before this is tcg
3: yeah so ccg
2: trading collectible i don't know which one is used as the acronym
3: I guess it depends on how they do the packs because the only problem that I have with not the only problem. One of the problems that I have with most card games is the um having it ran a random pack to open, which is cool and fun in that moment. It's very addictive, right? But I hate going to a store and be like, hey, I wanna open, you know, two packs and just get like all cards that I already have. Or just, like, bad cards. So I hope they do at least some, somewhat of a limited, like, a LCG. I, I know they're not going to, but, like, LCG-style releases where they release everything all in, you know, whether it be, like, certain packs or certain boxes, and all the cards are available to everyone.
0: Well, I mean, like, uh, Magic the Gathering, every time they do... I don't know that much, so don't quote me on this. But I know that every time they release a big cycle, you can buy, like, not, like, pre-built decks, but, like, a majority of a deck already ready to go. But it's, like, the basic stuff. You don't get—you have to, like, collect the more rare things. Uh, I think they kind of did that with, like, uh, Destiny as well, that you could, could like, guarantee
3: yourself certain— Um, Well, they they had certain cards that only came in the packs as well. Okay. So, (laughs) yeah, Destiny is one of those where I I feel like stuff like that where it's, like, randomized, you have to open packs to get the cards that you want um, can be fun, especially for, like, draft. Like, draft is so much fun uh, just sitting down and opening, like, a ton of packs with, like, a, you know, a group of friends or go to a local game store and open a. Uh, you know a, a box and draft what you want to play that night and then um play it there uh but ultimately like the fact that we have to like you have to dig or buy singles for the cards that you want feels bad but the ultimate card game does look good it looks interesting Uh, well,
0: uh, let's keep it moving here. Uh, what's the next question uh, for us? I think it's on to Ryan.
2: Uh, James, or you? That's up.
0: No, yeah, didn't, didn't uh, James assess ask that last one? So I think it's on to Oh, it's right. Are we skipping Will? I said mine. Well, it already All went. Right. We're, we're in order. We're in order, Ryan. We got it. Okay. <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go with.
2: go with Robert Kreitler. Uh, many of you have played in all three of the major editions of this game. Which one was the most challenging and why? And which one has the had the lowest skill floor and what made it so? So which one was basically the easiest and why was it? Um this is probably gonna be the common answer, but uh, I think 1.0 was the lowest skill floor. Um, a lot of cards and interactions, as long as you got them to work, did so many things for you on a modification basis or a movement basis that uh, made uh, some of the things so powerful that made so many other things obsolete. And you just bring a list, could like you could you could put a list on the board and set it across from someone else, and no matter what the player's skill was, there was a good chance you could still determine who likely the winner was going to be. Now, yes, there was a certain amount of skill differential that could sway it one way or the other, but that was almost completely a card and a trigger understanding, and less about the positioning of the ships. Like, a lot of people um, uh, would equate to uh, uh, the Tier Fell, the arc dodger, never getting shot, yada yada. Turns out Suntier Fell in 1.0 could stay in as many arcs as he pretty much wanted and never get hit anyway with evade, focus, palpatine, auto thrusters. It wasn't taking damage realistically, right? So um, there, were, there were some misnomers as to like certain stuff that took so much skill lauded around over and over when mathematically, if you just looked at the you know, chances of getting a certain amount of hits or taking a certain amount of damage was actually, like, made a lot of stuff kind of meaningless in how it was played. Um, and I think what's the most challenging is what we're playing now, because it's not just dogfight. You have to take objectives into consideration, scenarios, um right now i mean just 2.5 in general um there's plenty of players that i think still don't completely understand the priority of what they need to do in certain states of the game like it could be midway through the game there could be a two-point differential in the game and the decision tree of finding out do i do an objective action or prioritize an objective or two or do i not do that and prioritize giving up those points but take a ship out and with that broad stroke uh, description of that there's no there's no answer you can draw from that because there's still plenty of things that you have to consider the health of ships the positioning of ships etc etc what what scenario it is that you're actually affecting like pressing a button uh, for scramble may be more valuable to do in a in a single turn because it could stay with you for over other turns than just sitting in a zone for assault, right? So it's not only the fact that scenarios and objectives exist, there's four different types, and they can change decision trees turn by turn in a game very quickly and it could have a strong ripple effect through the rest of the game. So there's a lot more things to consider, and that's why I think 2.5 is... Um, almost easily the most challenging of all versions of the game we've played
0: yeah I would I would echo that same sentiment a lot of it as well um the biggest difference from like the ease of first edition uh came from we were, we were essentially playing boats it felt like we were playing battleships out there everybody's shooting 360 everybody was putting automatic dice results down uh it and then, now, they are s- struggling to keep large bases in the game, uh, and uh, most effective ships What might have a rear arc, but most of them are still, like, locked front arc, um, only able to just shoot, like, 90 degrees at a time, and that has been uh, just a world of difference. Man, watching just, like... And a decimator just, I, I hard three, do You hard three, like, <laughs> and we're still at range two of each other. Um, it was not exciting. Um, of course, they were probably both engine upgrade boosting or some shenanigans like that. Right. But the, um, I think that change uh, has made the game more difficult um, trying to actually, like, fly these small bases. Like, it would be weird to, like, I'm trying to think of, like, uh, Jedi uh, in first edition. If uh, they, like, couldn't equip auto thrusters or something, if they didn't have that kind of natural evasion, would they still be as good? Would the, For- would the Force be, um, have the same, like, power level in first edition? Because I felt like we could just get mines anywhere.
2: I think to a degree. I think a lot of people early on when forced charges first became a thing, they're like, oh, it's like a worse expertise. No, actually, it's a better expertise. Because you still get it when you're stressed. You still get it when you bump. You still... It's always there, available to you. Sure, you only get X amount of, quote, charges of it. But it actually makes it pretty powerful to control how much you spend. Mm. So...
0: Yeah, and um, I, I think that's the... That's actually... A great segment to my last point, resource management. Everything's about resource management right now Uh, with less, uh, maybe not less and less shots, but a small number of like shots you can realistically obtain in each game uh, and like actions uh, that, especially now like these, all these cards that are one-time use, um, knowing when to use them. Uh, has honestly been the biggest difference uh, between the editions. First edition was just like unlimited everything. Unlimited R2-D2 shields. Uh, like you said, like unlimited expertise. Like, it uh, It didn't really feel like you had to manage anything. James, you didn't play a lot of first edition. You kind of came in at the real tail end of it.
3: <laughs> I played one uh store event of 1.0 and i was like this game is terrible how are you guys playing this this is horrible <laughs> and i was like oh, i'll wait for 2.0 to come out and a 2.0 so came out, like, I know
2: what did you run into at that time
3: oh i ran into all the all the bad stuff um i think i ran into tlt's i ran into the uh the harpoon missiles yeah. harpoon missiles literally made me walk away from the table um, <laughs> yeah they're pretty funny it,
2: you know it was what's like... funny because it's a front arc locked weapon and requires you to have a target lock on someone i did not care about harpoon missiles nearly in comparison to everything else like turrets tlt's and unhittable stuff the fact that you could do real damage to opponents with your front arc locked ship with uh that required you to have a target lock to use it i think harpoon missiles wow felt bad to actually get hit by it was one of the least offenders of the game because it actually progressed the game state to stuff dying
3: i mean you're, you're not wrong but holy moly did it feel bad when you get hit by one? Oh, uh, as, as a
2: new player it probably felt terrible to yeah just Alpha <laughs> off the game
3: yeah sure yeah yeah i think i was playing yeah, I, I was playing an X Wing, like like two or three, like two X Wings and a Falcon or something like that. It, it it was a known, like good list that someone set me up with, and uh, yeah, like miserable, uh, just a miserable <laughs> time. Every single one of my games, I was like, "This is horrible." How are you having fun with this? And he was like, "No, we're not really." And I was like, "Why are you doing this?" Um, So. Yeah, I. But like when two came out, I was like head over heels, jumped in. Um, and I think uh, going back to the original question, I think that uh, the game is in a much better state, and it is much more difficult uh, in two point five. Two point five. I'm sorry, for sure. All right.
1: So this is um a weird question i'm 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 you know i'm i'm going to be different than you guys on all, on this one completely i i think you know the the original question is which game was more difficult i'm going to say none of them they're all equally difficult and um, they just had different things that you had to account for there was different things that you know for example 1.0 you had these un, unhittable ships you had these uh, lists that kind of you know were out there just auto doing something that's auto but it's auto. <laughs> literally there was a there was a card called auto corrector <laughs> like it's basically stamped two two hits on no matter what your world is like two hit two hit two hit two hit and you can do that uh, a bunch of times a turn like four times a turn if you had like auto corrector with tlt and double shots like you can literally say four two 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 two, and that was that was your print. Uh, so that's a guaranteed four damage on and one agility ship. You can't stop it. Um, so, but it wasn't something that one person had available to them, and the other people didn't. It's just, it's stuff that you know the the broken things were available for everyone to fly, and. Um, there was not maybe it might have been not some people's cup of tea and it might have been boring and stuff like that and um, I think towards the very end it really got out of hand and I was happy to see 2.0 come around myself but um, anyway so that's that the 2.0 same thing like it had its own challenges and now 2.5 has its own challenges and The evidence, you know, like this is uh, the evidence that I have to say that not one is harder than the other or one was more valid than the other is the people that do well. You know, the Paul Heavers, the Duncan Howards. I've done pretty well myself. William, like, you know, the the people that did well in 1.0, did well in 2.0, are doing well in 2.5. And of course, some people like quit the game or some people get more serious, some people get less serious, some people do more prep work, some people don't. So there's always gonna be like ups and flows to the way that things go. But in general, uh, the people that were good back then were good during 2.0 and are still pretty good now. Like, so that kind of lends me to think that as far as like which one was more difficult, I think they were all equally difficult. You just had to, uh, William said resource manage. You just had to manage different things. Um, and in resource management was a bid back in 1.0. It was a, like a list that was like doing some crazy stuff. So you had to, you know, you had, you had to account for it some way or the other. So that was that question. So i have that as a watch, like which one was the most difficult? I don't think that they're almost challenging. I don't think there's any that were more challenging i just think they each had different challenges and some people like some challenges and some people don't like the other challenges so that's kind of like um you know like your mileage may vary depending on what you enjoy out of a game which had the lowest skill floor and what made it so i think that's kind of the same thing right but um i actually don't know like um i i genuinely don't know which one had the lowest skill floor. i probably say uh 1.0 also probably had the lowest skill floor because there was certain lists that you can pick up and they can like like again you can pick up what was it four or five tlt y-wings like back when in the day i, I forgot how many you can fit in a in a list but yeah i mean you didn't i mean you just kind of like flew a circle and and you're all dice and it kind of did itself, or you played like Lupin Chewy and decided a, a major event, and, you know, it's like, um, so probably 1.0 was the the low, the lowest floor, um, yeah. And as far as like my favorite, I don't know, I, I know it was in like my Aster, I think my favorite was 2.0, uh, 2.0 because I did enjoy the, the, the place where it was at during like LVO 2022. Uh even though I didn't even make cut that, that 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 like but I I thoroughly enjoyed where the meta was at that point. Anyway. All right, cool, cool,
0: cool. Uh, Marcel, why don't you pick up the next question then?
1: Alright. Uh all right, let's do Elliot Waits. What ship do we bring into standard from extended to make scum better? Uh, God this is actually this is actually a tough one. Uh, tough one because I have uh, two. I mean, there's more than two. Well let's start off with uh, going through the list of which which lists are in extended. Scum and are not so let me let me head over there, but I know so we,
3: have... we have the the aggressor, the IGs.
1: Okay, oh god, I even forgot those existed. Okay, the, the aggressor,
3: <laughs> the G1A with four LOM and all them.
1: Yeah, those can stay dead. Uh
3: huh. Oh, <laughs> uh, the Kyrex
1: uh, X Wings are good. Yeah, uh, Lancer
3: class pursuit crafts, my love uh the chemo gila
1: and uh, they can stay dead oh uh space tugs <laughs> okay <laughs> william got something to say <laughs> tug it up you got something to say <laughs> Back so you got, yeah you got the skirt bomber uh, uh, and then you got the star viper uh, and the, well i'm not gonna say the yt because it's already covered. Okay. um Oh god, there's so many good there's so many good ships that I loved. Uh so I'll tell you let, let's let's start narrowing it down. Aggressors, love aggressors would love to see some aggressors on there. Uh so I'm going to say yes on aggressors uh GA1A uh, uh they're B-wings. they wings. be wings they can take they, they can stay there.
0: They they arcs they big they arcs
1: without a rear arc. Yeah, yeah. They they can go away forever. Uh Kira-X, I think corrects are kind of like it, they're that X-wing, the 3 dice without like any linked actions and just you know I, I think that's a that's a very solid thing that would let the uh i think you can get really cheap Kirax fighters like for you know some good four point Kirax fighters with some decent loadout uh, that all, are not all game.
3: four all are four I, for talent bane
2: i kind of want Kiraxes to just completely go away and replace them with like the snub fighter we saw from Mandalorian season three. Sure. Base battle. I just, I just
3: think that put, put they you need know, a decent,
1: yeah. uh, a decent affordable, three dice two agility, gun at small base, small base yeah. specifically. Like the Razor
2: is is here to replace the Chemogila Gila and or G One A, example.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah so um, above all these i'm, I'm kind of stuck between the the star viper and the lancer craft pursuit i mean a three agility three attack dice ship is is scary <laughs> but um i'm gonna go if i had to pick one i would go with the, the lancer class pursuit craft give me a Saj.
2: I think the lancer could get is a very ship very good ship that could be that that is the chance to get the yt-24 treatment that we're seeing right now Absolutely. where you see multiple standard loadouts one in scum one in rebel um so rebel could have a standard loadout version of the lancer and then scum could have standard loadout versions of the lancer and then it's mainly a scum ship where like the custom pilots are only available to scum where like I believe from the pack, the YT2400 only the custom Rebel pilots are available, and the only thing available to scum is the standardized. If I remember, correct. Um, yeah, the back or whatever they said it would be in the contents of the YT2400 coming out. I think the Lancer is a very is a very good opportunity to do that also. Um, but yeah, I was probably the same as Marcel, either between the Lancer and the Star Viper, but I also have fond memories of the lancer but not asajj Katsu specifically
0: well what do you think about a asajj lancer for a cis oh you know what no.
2: sure <laughs> let's go let's go <laughs>
3: that is, go. Ter- that, that is terrifying
2: me. actually <laughs> not terrifying it's fine yeah they have it's i like, love cis it's... to get on a large base ship that is an infiltrator that's a little overpriced or true. Maybe it isn't overpriced and everything else is they, ha-
3: they have gauntlets. Do I don't know. They have what? <laughs> gauntlets. <laughs> they have what? Gauntlet. Gauntlet. I <laughs> you know. mean they have Pre They have Pre I yeah. think they have a second <laughs> pilot,
2: maybe. I don't
3: know.
0: Um I had to I had to give it to the uh, the Star Vipers. Um I think <laughs> I think the Starvipers would be more popular if they were got put out. Uh, they look way cooler than the Curochs, but I do think that They're the Scum is in a desperate need for frontline jousters. They they're all they're all large base not not like necessarily large bases, but they're all like big bounty hunters, um, and, or like three point. Uh, I, w- I would say throwaway, it, but they're it, probably a little bit better yeah, than it,
3: throwaway. m 3 and ties.
0: I mean, just, just imagine. Just, yeah,
3: yeah. Like,
2: inject Dalen Oberos Star Viper as a four cost standard available Star Viper. We all talk about how scum is kind of lacking in the four and three mm. cost department. Imagine giving them one Star Viper available at four, and that right now would be something like Dalen Oberos. Die four. Yeah. I mean, he's. They- just three agility five health which is basically Kaz right now right mm-hmm. so I'm I mean, sure, I w- why not I want
0: to see uh, I want to see that three point Justero two points one illicit slot your choices are dead man switch or nothing <laughs> um but yeah uh, what about you James
3: uh man i i have a fond fond memory of the g1a um but i know that it is an outdated and like Brian said replaced by the razor crest um so yeah i think for me it's between the aggressor uh, the igs and uh the star viper but i think the Star Viper is the correct choice here if if they were to get one ship that they could really help them out I think it would be the Star Viper to give them that beefy uh, not ace but uh, heavy frontline fighter and, and it can dodge a few shots
2: and as we've seen with like all these ships that can like do side slips Weird moves are cool,
3: like bendy bear roll is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and and now that Guri doesn't have advanced sensors, like I think she's she's fair now. Yeah, I mean, even Guri right now
2: is sitting at seven points, and I look at that like that's probably too much. I don't even, I haven't even looked at like extended posts that she often, gets,
0: but she gets. Seeing Guri at seven and comparing
2: think, it to all uh, other their sevens yeah. in the game right now, I just go that probably should be six and just lower some loadout, I guess.
3: Yeah, she she does get quite a bit of things like she gets primed she gets primed shield upgrade and then you still have six points left
0: and and virago Is she, and, she, yeah, yeah virago yeah so
3: she's like oh, boasting, she, boasting close yeah, to seven
0: she, health almost eight health
3: yeah yes at seven health
0: yeah
2: just shield upgrade after burners and then four points
0: That's oh, you fun. need you need primed her pattern though something
3: you do yeah do you, you do, do you, you need that. yes do you? yeah
0: maybe It'd be helpful. Uh, Though, talking about um, CIS Lancer, if they did reprint the Quad Jumper, they could make it for Resistance, Ryan.
3: Oh, there you go. They need another really bad ship. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) I would like the
2: Jumpmaster, the Quad Jumpers, to not come back. They're on my uh, no thank you
3: list. (laughs) <laughs> oh. what, what, what what about you will what is something that you don't want to see a hundred percent don't want to see and what's something you do want to see
0: oh i said i said the star viper for sure um, star Riper. okay. Def, especially if they could get if they could get the butterfly effect oh, they could sell thousand million copies if,
3: if they if they, if they re- reprint the ship as well
0: yeah that's what i'm saying yeah if they like resculpt the ship make it actually flat oh, out to be a sight to behold uh the one i don't want to see uh I, I guess i guess it's the g1 forlam is wait is forlam in second edition that's who that's who hands out stress right yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. T- no. No. Thank you. Don't come Aww. back. Don't come back. You're good.
3: we <laughs> was so fun. <laughs> no.
0: No. Turns you know out he wasn't. Crazy with Guri. Like,
2: sorry. Tangent. Back to Guri. No, you're she fine. She can take burnout thrusters and pattern analyzer.
0: <laughs> uh, so she could wow.
2: do a three speed and then slam to a three sloop. Still do another action with pattern analyzer. And if mm-hmm. she's also landed at range one, she gets a focus and just gets a deplete for doing all that.
0: I can't she even track three shoot. bank, three bank the other way, and then a barrel. I don't even know. I even know. What, yeah, what? Where are you? Where did you go, girl? I am anywhere. Jeez. <laughs> oh, the only uh, sad part
2: is they don't have three turns, but that is that's pretty cool, right? Like three straight or three bank into a three sloop, pattern analyzer, and then plus if you're range one, just get a, a focus for Guri. That sounds but awesome. Is,
3: is is that worth a once once a game ability? Yeah.
2: Is yeah, but... black one on Poe worth it? Well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd argue right, burnout thrusters is very important upgrade on Fenrao and Scum right now. If it weren't for Scum just being neglected in general. Facts, facts, facts about that. Um, I don't know if Quad Jumper is my most like. Please don't ever come back ship. Um, it's probably. Yeah, you know, it, it is. It is probably that it's it's not even a it's not even a star fighter
3: really what's your what's your what's your beef with the with the quad jumper
2: uh it's not it's not a fighting ship it's a tugboat
0: (laughs) (laughs) hey man uh, it takes a bit what what if Uh, what if when they when they moved you you weren't tractored anymore would that help you
2: Oh, I don't care up. about the mechanics. I
3: just, you just I hate the. It's
2: like the yeah, just the concept of that ship. Just no, I, we'll find other ships that actually fight and shoot lasers.
0: Okay. All right. Like
2: that. I get, I get it. During that time, they were, they were like, oh, it's a ship that we saw. It was in the movie. It was we should in the movie in the game. Sure. It's unique. But it also only did one thing in the movie, which was blow up, so they could be like, oh, look, it's the Falcon over there. Yeah, take that
0: instead. I swear, would in the, the right I swear, it came back in a comic book or the Resistance TV in, show or something. It was in Andor too. Was it in Andor? That's why I didn't
3: see it. Yeah,
2: that was when they were escaping the prison. What and that was, was the, the ship they found with that ship. I've...
3: Wait, you, oh my God. <laughs> you you still haven't finished Andor? I'm
0: working on it. All right.
3: Oh my gosh, you realize <laughs> we're coming that part, right?
0: <laughs> I I want to watch it, but.
3: It sounds like you don't I'll, put it, I'll
0: it. put it to the front of my queue
3: now you're gonna put Ahsoka to the front of your queue coming out tomorrow <laughs> yeah tomorrow night yeah. 9 p.m.
0: eastern time
3: that's
2: 6 right 6 p.m. pacific time and everywhere in between and around
3: yeah so it's gonna be a double feature so episode one and episode two tomorrow <sighs> <sighs> uh, we, all right well I mean I, I will, will will we be talking about it on Wednesday will uh, I'm
0: sure we'll have an after thing. Apparently, I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing a game Wednesday, uh, so we'll have to figure that out—the logistics of that, James.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, but anyways, uh, let's keep going with questions. Marcel, you just picked that one about the standard to extended. Uh, so let's see. That's on to did me. I? You did, because then James told you all the. The ones that are available. I think okay. like we're getting a lot of scum questions. Let me see here. Call them oh, out. Who's the
1: dumb one? All
0: right. all right. No, no one's, no one. one's, no one's dumb. <laughs> uh, all right, you know what? I do like this one, though. Dark Lightning says, Do you think scum will ever get a scenario pack like Battle of Yavin or or Siege of Coruscant I actually have I have two ideas um, when it comes to this one is a like bounty hunter free for all and we get standard loadouts of Dengar Bosk we get a standard loadout G1A of Zuckus and Forlom together right like that would be the scenario that you play uh, bounty hunter wars or something um, the yeah, other one I, I have think be the, uh,
3: oh. the hunt for Han Solo.
0: You could do Han. Oh, sure. How uh? Would you do? How would you do teams, though? Where? How do you draw um, the line in the sand?
3: I don't know. You, you do teams there. I think you just. You, it's you, like you a, free fall. a couple, but Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, like I said, uh, that's, I think, a great idea.
3: On, on, on solo.
0: The, the other one that uh, that I know involves like two X-Wing factions comes from the Star Wars Galaxy video game called uh, Assault on Tansari Point. If you know the generics of the Tansari Point defenders or what are they called? What are the, what are the I3 M3As actually called? Aren't they the Tansari Point Defenders? Am I crazy? They're
1: generic. They don't matter.
0: Tansari Point Veteran. Well, their name matters. Uh, Tansari Point's a, like, relay station for the uh, cartel. And the Black Sun comes in to come mess with it. And then to defend the station. as where Sarasu, um, Actually, I think that's originally where the M3A comes from, is that video game. Because it's like the scum equivalent to a TIE fighter uh, in that regards. So at least that would be like like Z95s um, and like Y-Wings facing off against M3As. and I, I don't even know what else it would be. But at least it would be like two different in-scum factions.
3: It's, yeah, it's hard to hard to do Scum scenario packs just because we have it don't have a ton of reference points for it, right?
0: Yeah, there's not like an in movie. Um, other than maybe the Han Solo movie Escape, but there was really. Um, it's like Scum vs. Empire, though. don't really have another movie reference for it and all of the scum ones or ones i would consider like scum or just like one-on-one like boba chase and han
2: yeah i I feel like the best movie or show chance of it is going to be mandalorian related the mandalorian tv show and maybe the mandalorians themselves um something like uh the eventual movie that they want to make to kind of culminate all the Mandoverse stuff into a finalized movie. That's in the next three years I think. Um, Also they could go a little bit of uh, Mandalorian based but also a little bit of like scum and Republic by doing the the Siege of Mandalore where you have Bo-Katan and some of the other Mandalorian fighters uh, going up against uh, Maul and some little bit of Shadow Collective and uh, the. Uh, what's his face? Uh, it was the Mandalorian that was kind of Gar- leading. Gar-Saxon. Gar Saxon. Gar Saxon, yes, thank you. So, there could be a little bit of that. I mean, not a lot of it was ship combat, though. It was majority of just kind of. Descending upon and sieging the ground More so So we might have to see what's in the The upcoming movie For the Mandoverse culmination. that might be the source of it
3: I mean another one That I can maybe think of would be The Resistance show with a Different uh, uh, Speeder And when The uh, pirates attack the Their base but that one's kind of resistance versus scum. And really it's just the fireball, fireball that's in that fight.
0: True. It could be a way to, um, to get some like pilot, some like, what do I say? Well-known scum people who are not uh, pilots Like, Garrido doesn't have, doesn't fly a ship right now. Uh, There's, I'm sure, some other ones, but. um, Maybe not. Uh, Well, uh, what do you, what do you think? Uh, Any other burning questions in here? I think we covered, we actually kind of covered some of the resistance one already uh, when Ryan was no. talking about meta. Actually, I think, I do want, uh, um, there. there is one question I had. Do you, have, do you have one, Marcel? One last question?
1: No, I was saying that there's a lot of good ones. I think a lot of them were kind of overlapped. Like, there was some about the Republic, there was some about... Uh, scum specifically and then there was I mean so there was a little bit um, through answering some we answered we kind of touched on not maybe not answered but kind of touched on mm-hmm. the other ones but you said you had one so go for it
0: we yeah uh, this is from uh, well actually I had two I guess first off Noah Sunny Bounder is once per modification step you can't can't use the same trigger twice uh, so you can't add and then reroll and add again not allowed uh, but the the actual question uh, which uh, from Quigs is asking about Empire and Rebels uh, I'll just read what they have wrote here I'll quote them Why do Empire and Rebels get a discount on Force users, but Republic pays a penalty? Example, Barris, too good at three points. Keo, just fine at three. Uh, Force Crew, uh, too good in Republic. Uh, Their their price went up and their carriers who have access to it, their loadout went down. Uh, But the Child is fine at seven in the original Twilight trilogy. Uh, Same thing at Delta 7 loses their munitions, but Luke is fine with proton torpedoes at 5 points. Uh, Now, uh, I'm not sure if those are uh, exactly equal, but what do do you guys uh, have thoughts on that? Um, Is is Republic punished for their force?
1: I I don't think they're punished for their force. I mean, you see, look, look at Anakin. Three force and four points. Initiative six. I mean, that is pretty healthy. Uh, same thing with Obi-Wan. Four points. Um, it's a four-point ship with three force. And I, I don't think that they're punished. I just think that they have different strengths. I mean, the Republic is doing really well. It's hard to say that the Republic is being punished for anything when the Republic is... Um, probably one of the top two factions as far as performance, or so, and um, not just performance, but performance and like you know how often they show up. Um, you know, I myself am flying Delta 7B, Anakin seven points, and it's like, well, that's seven points. That's uh, you know, that's kind of taxed, right? Uh, but. I mean i'm paying seven points because i feel he's worth seven points I, i mean it's just like the people that fly silencer kylo i mean he's silencer kylo seven points he's got two force uh but he's got an insane ability he can get instinctive aim advanced optics and proton torpedo i mean he can really create some type of and he can do that on a reposition like focus reposition throw off an instinctive aim, advanced optics, have a force left over, so I mean it's just some some insane damage that he can put out. Um, so and I, I and he brought up Barris actually I think Barris is Barris, it, Barris suffers from being in a faction where there is just so much goodness at four points that and that nobody wants to take him because even the 7b version of barris i mean that's he's what's the 7b version i think it's like five points is he five she's five yeah yeah like you take barris at five points and you throw him into a first order list you know you you know you take crispy's list and you replace one of them with barris so, you know a force user with two agility three health three shields, of force double reposition and can still action after the uh, i mean it's just some well actually he can't but anyway uh long story short
2: she barris she
1: barris okay uh i don't discriminate uh so i don't i don't i don't see it i just think that i don't think that they get punished for having force i think that they just have so many options that the force carriers get overlooked because of how many other better options there are but if you take those same force carriers and put them into a resistance list um or into a like separatist list or any other list like you might be able to find a place for them now what do you guys think
2: I mean, I, I don't think Republic is being punished by any means or paying more for their Force charges in comparison to Empire or Rebels. I mean, it, the chassis that the Force users are on for Republic being the Aether Sprites, one of the best maneuvering chassis in the game. Um, so we have to take that into consideration when you compare it to just a T65 X Wing that Luke has that has nowhere near the maneuvering capability. Um, and compare it to the X1 that Vader has which is close when you take a starter Vader and have multiple actions and you have to take afterburners to get it somewhere near that but you get that twice a game so I think the chassis is a big difference Um, you're also looking at comparing other forces using chassis in Republic you got the Adas I think the Adas currently are better costed and probably better positioned than the Inquisitors and the V1s for Empire right now. Um, At least we're seeing more use out of the Adas, especially SoC Anakin. All of the V1s that are for cost are only I4 or lower. Grand Inquisitor is the only one higher at I5 and he's five points. I don't think there's an eight I would take at five points right now anyway. So four is kind of where that's at. When it comes to the Keo comparison, I mean Keo is, is probably one of the best, like, three-pointers in the game, flat out, comparing it to any other three-pointers in any other faction. Um so I and part of that is because she does have a force charge. She does have a good chassis with the A-Wing, she does have uh, it's a side slipping that is a vital usage to her kit. And she could take reasonable upgrades, juke, rockets, concussion missiles in either Predator or Lone Wolf, etc. So there's some variety of her usage. Um, I don't know if comparing her directly to Barris makes a ton of sense, because we did see when Barris was at three points, granted, when she had access to instinctive aim concussion missiles. That. She was she was at that time Ryan, the best three pointer in the game.
0: You corrected Marcel. I gotta correct you. Keo is a they. If you could.
2: Oh, you're all right. Keo is they. i bad. I do I I I do commonly mess that one up. That's I, uh, I'm yeah, I'm used to saying it's no worries. I just I in <laughs> squadrons is a they.
0: Yep. You're right. Hey, um, I didn't mean interrupt interrupt you. No,
2: you good. Yeah, no, it's good to re- it's good to remember that. I try and remember that, but I always I always mess that one up. Um so yeah, I I think because then when Barris was three, she was like the best three-pointer in the game. Um if Barris was three right now and just didn't have a missile, would it be a closer comparison point? Maybe. Um but I think when you're trying to compare the best three-pointer in the game. To anything else, you're gonna say that the why is other ship not as good as Keo? So I don't know if you can really make a ton of comparisons other than just note that Keo is or is, is considered to be one of the best three three costs in the game.
3: Yeah, I mean when Contra was two points, why like why were all these Thai FO fighters not two points, right?
2: No, oh, Revis was two points. But that was Revis and not Contrail. Yeah, I
3: mean, that, 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 that is Revis, not Contrail.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, Contrail. It, when 2.5 started, it was literally Barris and Contrail were the first five points you took in a Republic list because you had 15 more points to play with and you got two very efficient ships.
0: Yeah, I mean my, my thoughts on the that uh like Kyo, Kyo and Luke are um great examples of the force, but they they fly very specifically. Like Luke Luke cannot be doing what Aether Sprites can be doing. And um Keo doesn't I think Kyo's, like floor, like you could fly Kyo poorly, right? Uh, whereas you there's kind of that built-in buffer maybe with the Republic where, you're, because you're always getting force back because you always have that open dial, you're never like stressing yourself to do the linked actions and stuff. Uh, so you do have to pay like price for that ease of use. Um, I think we can, we can all agree that like the ether sprites, one of the best chassis in the game. It, it always has been. It's weird that we don't see it as much, that we're only seeing it as, like, Anakin, the occasional Mace or Lumi out there. Or, no, I guess Mace is... Yeah, Mace is doing 7B. Um, so, yeah. that Honestly, it's like... It's something that I look at too. I was like, man, it's like clone season up in here uh, for the Republic. It Used to be like, how many Jedi can he, I fit into my Republic list, and now it's uh, what what kind of clones am I looking for? So it's uh, just kind of like the ebb and flow of the seasons. I don't think they should be allowed a missile. Certainly, definitely not instinctive aim missiles. That was that was what pushed it over the edge, in my opinion. Yeah,
2: spoilers. As long as that um, force charge was available, it was basically a three die attack ship. Especially when it had CLT at the same time. Who, when Barris got to range one, was a very effective range one shot, even though. It started out with two dice and three range one, but you getting to add the eyeball was a big help to make it feel like a four dice attack at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. True. True. Uh, I I will say that I don't think people are experimenting enough with the force crew. Um, everyone's been so obsessed with the pre that um, we're not seeing those Ala Secura or was Ayala. Which one's the coordinating crew?
2: It's Ayla Sakura.
3: A- yeah, Ayla.
0: Yeah, where are those Ayla Sakura Bo Katans out what, there?
3: What are you gonna You're bring on a gauntlet?
0: I'm gonna put it on a gauntlet, and we're gonna coordinate. And because it's Bo Katan, I'm gonna hand out target locks, too. How would you like two actions? No, not enough. Well.
3: No, I, I can get an arc and a half for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh you get a Slider for that. Oddbow and slider or a gauntlet? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Yeah. Uh yeah, I'll be born for this is a bit silly. Imagine if ever imagine if every rebel was a hero. Be pretty cool. Uh well I think that is about it for the podcast. Uh did we miss anything? One one last chance here before we wrap it up.
1: Just uh, one from Psych J seven. And then sure. uh but it is a really quick one. Um, sure. I'm gonna yeah. skip the first half of his question and just go to the second half, which is Is there is there a upgrade in standard loadout that is worth printing as a as a um, as a custom card,
2: as in like he, its own upgrade that you can put on anything.
1: Yeah, as a, as, a, as you assign it a point, and then you say this is now you can um, put it on he, a.
3: He he does upgrades spicy for that standard loadout. That's my.
2: Opinion. I'll say. I mean, his example that he put in parentheses after saying that, just to clarify what he said seeker missiles from the dash Y T pack i think that'd be fine um i don't know how much they want to cost it it's probably like a six plus ish missile because it's a very efficient shot albeit most efficient it'll be there's a chance you only shoot it once at its high efficient version which is probably enough to consider it um but i i i like erring on the side of these cards should stay on their
0: SLs I have one one that I think uh, actually could help out the game Uh, what's the what's the worst action what (laughs) yeah no (laughs) Uh, I I asked you this already James but let me ask um, um, my other two friends here Uh, what's the worst action in the game what do you mean by worst? Worst one. I, I told you you had to take the worst action in the game. What action are you taking? Does it matter the color? Um, we'll assume it's red no. to be extra bad.
1: Wait, the worst action that you're taking yourself or the worst action that you have to... that, that somebody is taking on you? If
3: you, if, uh, if, if you had every action on your action yeah. bar, the one that you would never use...
1: Uh if I had every action on my action bar, the one that I would never use. So let's see I would barrel roll, I would boost, I would target lock, I would coordinate, I would jam, I would um tractor. I wish there was a tractor.
2: Red calculate. That's mine. Worst one. No, it's even worse than that. It even
0: worse.
1: <laughs> okay, red, calculate. It's red. so
0: bad you guys can't even think about it. That's how bad it is. Uh,
1: not reinforced. Not. Uh... All right, go for You're it. You're so close, Rian. Nutan- Utano got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's reload. Uh. One, the worst action in the game right now. Uh, Hands down, awful. So awful you guys couldn't even deem and consider it (laughs) as action. Um, But the main, not only are most reloads red, um, but it gives you the weapons disabled. You're literally, for most people, you're trying to reload a missile to shoot it again. Um, Unless you're like turning away, dropping bombs. So Tomex Bren And their new standard loadout has true grit at the end of the activation phase. If you are not strained, you may gain one strain token to remove one red non-lock or orange token. So trade your weapons disabled in for a strain. Uh, That would be amazing. People might actually reload at some point. I I, I don't want people to
1: reload, though. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Like I would rather people not. I I would rather get rid of the action reload altogether, than um, uh, than make it easier and more, you know, more favorable for people to re. I don't want people to reload. I, 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 why I hate not that. why um, because they're re- if you're doing a reload and you're saying I'm going to go through the trouble of not shooting wasting an action not having any offensive or defensive modifiers it probably means you're but this, this would allow you to shoot. Something. That's the whole point. Yeah, Exactly, because you you're it, reload is so good that it allows you to... The benefit is so great that when you do it, you're saying, I'm not going to shoot and I'm not going to modify mm-hmm. my defense because the benefit of having this additional ordnance bomb, whatever, outweighs the penalty. I don't... Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't want nobody getting... I, I don't want anybody getting a third proton torpedo, sure. a second advanced proton torpedo. Okay. Uh, like I, I no. You, you, you shot me twice with that thing. I don't want you shoot me a third time. Thank you
0: very oh, much. Gosh. So it goes back to that resource management we talked about um, in the in the in second edition. I can see it.
1: You know what? You got uh, I'm more in favor of somebody like of there being a an element in the game scenario maybe or something like that 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 adds a reload station because well, of, that's know, called, that makes more sense than what do you there what do you think about cutthroat? Cutthroat. I mean again I just don't think that is an action you should. Okay. I I don't think that you should get it just because like oh I. I I want another torpedo, so I'm just going to take a strain. Like no, I, I I hate it. I hate it. Um, <laughs> right. You know you're not are right. out there subject. refueling yourself. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fair uh,
0: enough. No, I get it. I get
1: it. Yeah. No, no, thank you.
0: Oh, oh yeah it would be really nice on energy shells. The thing, the thing that can do that no other weapon can do, but nobody uses it. No, thank you. Hmm. All right. Interesting stuff. Um, nothing else for uh, Brian or James. We're going to head on uh, out of here. All good here.
3: Uh, I just mentioned what uh, Dion said about the event. Um, that if uh, if people go into the pastimes store championship Dash will be legal as long as it's released on or before Thursday good to know uh, do we have an X ex- or ex- the bombers
2: too right like both
1: well anything that is right. where the points are out and there's an yeah. official release yeah, by yeah. Thursday, then it's valid. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you have it in your hand, doesn't mean much. If we don't have points for it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and most of the time, uh, AMG is smart enough not to release like Friday afternoon. Throw the points out. <laughs>
3: Everybody uh, they, go they, home
0: they, for the weekend.
3: <laughs> they they did do that. So well. Um, <laughs> but I had a great learn. time at that, at, at that store at that store event that they did that they were like yeah let's do it whatever and we we used the new points and it was a ton of fun Uh, Uh, that is exciting stuff
0: yeah we don't it looks like we don't expect the bombers until the 25th uh, which is like Thursday Friday or so so maybe maybe we'll get some Thursday points wouldn't that be exciting
3: this Thursday
0: yeah that would be unless they moved unless they moved it back That's the last word on the street. Well, that that word was a month ago, but that
3: was the word (laughs) on the street. (laughs) (laughs) That is the most recent word on the street. (laughs) Sure is. Yeah, so
0: exciting times. That's a great point, though, James. We are going to be streaming live this weekend. Nick Sperry, and uh, I forget if he's got a co-host. I don't know if it's Johnny or Andrew, but somebody's going to be there uh, streaming our store championship i'm playing i bought my ticket marcel you win you playing at past times yeah i'll be there where are we going afterwards where's where's the Dinos uh, nearby it's in a mall uh, what's close to the mall i mean
1: it, the mall is more like like uh it, it's dead i mean no I, safe. I, it's I, that, I understand the mall. But it, it's by Rosemont, so being by Rosemont, everything is there because Rosemont is by O'Hare, and mm. everything is by O'Hare. So basically, uh, there's going to be no shortage of places to go. Well, actually, that was one of Carrie's questions: is like, where's it, was it good to eat around? Oh uh, no,
0: I was kind of segueing uh, that question. Where should we go eat?
1: Everywhere, everywhere. Uh, I don't, I don't think we want to, we, we want to give away our location. <laughs> uh you know okay, all the all the, sure. all the all the fans you know will i know <laughs> our, our bodyguards
0: won't be able to hold them back i'm sure
1: yeah but um no seriously like there, there there's a little bit of everything um so depends on what you guys like there's no there there will be Home's food for pizza but
0: you know when in rome we'll have to f- find out
1: yeah when in rome you eat pizza wait is that it no no when in Rome, okay. you eat when in rome i think it's you, eat. you let them eat their cake i think is what
0: the end of that scene is i don't know when in rome eat cake che- eat cheeseburgers yeah there you go <laughs> all right for everybody thank you so much for watching for joining us check out the patreon join the discord watch the twitch On Saturday for the Store Championship. And of course, Mondays for the podcast. Uh, Until then, Gold Squadron, out.